everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. Thank you for listening. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. On this episode, we'll be, taking, um, we'll be talking about an extremely popular topic, which is influencer marketing. Um, it's probably one of the trendiest ways companies are sharing their brands and products right now. Um, if you haven't heard, Allure Magazine recently stated that one of the highest paid influencers in the world is... Kim Kardashian, no. which we're not really surprised no, about. No, not surprising at all. Yeah, she is reported to make at least like $1 million per Instagram post, depending on the post and the company she's working with. Um, although not everyone can be at that level, micro-influencers are extremely effective, and we'll be diving into that. But first, we're going to start off with our social media minute. So Instagram, according to social media today, Instagram is coming out with some new edits to ex- their Explore tab. Currently, the Explore tab shares trends through its search feature, which lists categories that you can explore on. Um, Instagram says the new format will put more of a focus on this. They've been quoted to say, when you go to the Explore, you'll now see a newly designed navigation bar, which features shortcuts to IGTV and shopping, followed by topic channels tailored to your interests, such as food, art, travel. IGTV and shop shortcuts are pinned um, in the front of the bar, making it easier to find products and videos um, from brands and creators that you love. So probably the most significant change you'll see is that public stories now will be featured on the Explore page, which currently supports the success of the feature that's been added to the platform. So to summarize, these updates are to put more of an emphasis on content, specifically IGTV and IG shopping and stories. I like that update. I use Explore a lot. I don't know about you, but I like to just hit Explore and discover a bunch of new stuff. So it's cool that they're putting more of a focus on that. For my story, is also revolves around Instagram. They're setting uh, efforts up to sell, or excuse me, they're setting up efforts against apps selling likes and followers, which we've always known for a little while that a lot of these sites deal with that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that influencer marketing has become such a prominent part of the Instagram ecosystem, it comes a little surprise that the platform is now working to crack down on users who have purchased likes and followers in order to inflate their standing because you don't want people um, selling products if they don't truly have a reach. It's oh, just true, going yeah. right out to bots. Companies should have the right to know exactly who they're working what with. What the reach and is. If it's false following yep. or engagement then. Yeah, yeah, like they said, it's it's potentially uh, profits can rise significantly from having a perceived following, and if it's fake, they're deceiving the brand. So it's like it's pretty cut and dry. So now we want to get into more of the value of influencer marketing. According to Adweek, the industry of established influencer marketers is set to reach ten billion dollars in worth by twenty twenty. Networks like Snapchat, YouTube, and TikTok all have their own set of influencers. You'll see kids that have certain people that they can live like nothing with that. Like they follow every single thing that they do. Um, influencer marketing agency Media Kick surveyed marketers at the end of 2018 to see what their feelings on influencers were as 2019 rolls into quarter two. And of those surveyed, 89% said ROI from influencer marketing was comparable to or better than other networks. And the same survey noted that 65% of marketers plan on increasing their budgets in 2019, which wow. it's an efficient way to spend your money, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And as so many brands start to move towards that as a form of marketing, it's important to know like how to measure that influence. One of the first things you should do if you're looking through um, as this as a way to a marketing strategy for yourself um, is to really kind of decide the goals that you have set 
for whatever campaign or influencer you want to work with. Narrowing down your end goal um, then helps you determine the type of influencer. So whether it's you want to increase your sales, brand awareness, or followers, it's really important. Yeah, cater it specifically to that. Yeah, it's really important to at least have that in mind, that that's the direction you want to go before you start working with an influencer. And it's probably, there's probably about like two really common ways to measure influence through an account, which is like their reach and engagement. So basically reach is the number of people um, who see the content posted by the influencer. You can pretty, get a pretty good idea of how large the reach um, someone has is through like their audience size, number of followers, impressions, which is pretty much like the number of people that can see the content. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're like an action Engaging taking place. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then engagement, on the other hand, is measured by actions. So these actions include likes, comments, retweets, sharing. Um, having a massive following is great, but if the audience isn't engaging with the content posted, um, marketing campaigns can only go so far. Yeah, impressions have their like importance. It's good to make a good first impression with content, but mm-hmm. unless people are more motivated to act on it, then you just kind of go back to the drawing board and keep exactly. working at it. Exactly, and that ties back into the goals that you set previously. So if you're just looking for brand awareness, you might be kind of mm-hmm. curious the level of impressions that yeah. an account might have. Just make people familiar with your brand, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so other ways to determine like whether like what type of influencer you should work with is um, does the influencer already post similar content, like similar services? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you're a restaurant and you want to promote a new menu, um, you should be looking for influencers who post about food and show where they eat and their following is interested in that. Another thing to you know ask yourself is are they legit? This means scrolling through their feed and clicking through a post. Um, is there poor engagement ratio to the number of followers that they have? You look for spam comments um, and see if there's signs of fraudulent accounts. Um, ha- and then also you should have um, ask yourself, like, have they worked with similar brands before? Depending on the type of influencer you're looking for, a seasoned one will probably show you a press kit that contains a portfolio of the work that they've done before. Yeah. Because you don't want to just throw your money at someone and have them just post like two or three meaningless posts. You really want to have someone that has done it before and can show you how they've done it before. Exactly. So to finish things up here, we just wanted to share with you a few successful influencer marketing campaigns that we found on HubSpot. So this is one of my favorite ones, and it actually has some relevance to the Yelling Mule office. We had the picture of Nick Offerman sitting by the fire drinking whiskey during Christmas time. And that was actually, to my uh, lack of my knowledge, was for a company, a Scottish whiskey company, Lavagulin and Oban, and they were awarded the best influencer marketing campaign for the Yule Log video, which starred Nick Offerman, as I just said, just sitting by the fire doing nothing. And this is bad radio, but we'll make sure to include this picture in oh, the yeah. <laughs> uh, the recap just so people can get an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was funny. We did have that playing throughout mm-hmm. like, our holiday party. Yeah. Um, and it's great, too, just because it really ties true to the character they played on Parks and Rec. Seriously. Um, whiskey yeah. that he was playing. So. Exactly. He was that, like, man's man type of deal. <laughs> Secondly, this was a little bit different of a uh, influencer marketing boy, but Old Navy, who is a veteran of influencer marketing, partnered with fashion and lifestyle bloggers all over Instagram to promote various lines of Old Navy clothing. For Black Friday, the company doubled down on this strategy by partnering with New York Yankees retiree Alex Rodriguez to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club of America. 
And being an alumnus of the BGCA, Rodriguez promotion helped Old Navy raise one million as parts of sales during Black Friday run. That's pretty cool influencer uh, marketing campaign, one that has is kind of multi-layered. Mm -hmm. It's well done, it's pretty topical, but it's also for charity as well, which is pretty cool. Definitely. And lastly was the Naked Juice just sponsored Instagram post. Now this is another one where Instagram just kills it where um, Kate Van Lee, I don't know if you know who that is, Caitlin, but she has 245,000 followers. So she's kind of in the middle when it comes to influencers. She's mm -hmm. pretty high end, but she's also still has a smaller following. And she just posted a Instagram post with uh, a naked juice right in the picture along with her, like maybe her cell phone, her clutch, like something like that. Mm -hmm. And just by having that there, like it establishes that connection with someone who's like, oh, like she's drinking this. like. Maybe yeah. I should give Naked Drink a try. Especially, yeah, lifestyle bloggers, um, their following obviously is looking to see, like, what they do yeah. every day. So. Oh, yeah, between food, clothes, and stuff like that, there's so many opportunities for it. Absolutely. So, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode of Digital Dialogue. We'll be back next week Thank with you. a new episode.